Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. From zebra crossings to prison uniforms, from where's Wally to the Breton shirt, stripes have always had a knack for getting our attention. In a BBC documentary called Out of Line, graphic designer Teresa Monacino shares her love of the horizontal line. That what Dennis menaces in, what Henry's horrid in, what burglars burgle in and convicts get paraded in. That what Picasso paints in and the Ramones rage in, they're the uniform of the outcast, the maverick, the carnivalesque. For me, the ultimate paragon of stripiness just has to be Wally, as in the character in Where's Wally? Or if you're listening in America, Where's Waldo? The iconic creation of illustrator Martin Hanford. I've always loved the double-page spreads of the Where's Wally books, packed with characters and detail and action, so many narratives, all cleverly being played out while we search for Wally in his red and white striped top. So I want to begin this programme with a sort of pilgrimage. I think I can see some activity, some red and white stripes, which is a good sign. Last year, an amusement park in Nagasaki, Japan, was the setting for an extremely stripy world record attempt for the most people dressed as Wally in one place. A huge crowd of 4,626 Wallys congregated to snatch the record from the previous holders, Dublin, Ireland. And we're just coming up to the gates. I can see I'm, we're in good company here. Oh, stripy flyers. Yeah. On a hot Hello. Sunday in June, I went to Kirkstall Abbey in Leeds, wallied up to the nines to add my stripes to an attempt to win the world record title for the UK and bring Wally home. And now going through this ancient arch, the scene really does open up into one of Martin Hanford's books. I mean, it's all here. <laughs> so many wallies, families, children, babies and dogs even. And in fact, we're just about to head up now to the cutest dog dressed as Wally dog show. And here too are an enormous range of sizes of dog from a Great Dane right down to a King Charles Spaniel I think that is. It's going to be quite a spectacle I think today. More from the sweaty summer bobble hat wearers of Kirkstall Abbey later but now to an entirely more glamorous stripe wearer. Here we go. Today, most people would have a lot of striped tops, striped items in their wardrobes. It's really quite ubiquitous, the stripe, but it has this fascinating and very long and very interesting history. Amber Butchart is a fashion historian and the best-dressed interviewee I could have hoped for. I'm wearing a lot of stripes right now. Many people would probably say too many different types of stripes. I love nautical stripes, but outside of that, I like other coloured stripes as well. Amber lives on the seafront in Margate, which seems only fitting for the author of a book on nautical chic. We see depictions of striped clothing in portraits of the sea for centuries. If you fall overboard, you're much more likely to be seen if you're wearing striped clothing. So it's almost like an early high-vis, in a way. 
There's a really key moment in 1858 where the French Navy officially adopts the striped marinier into its uniform. And it developed this inherently French quality as well. Um, now, what we see in the sort of early 20th century, the early 1920s, is groups of artists start living along the Riviera. There are a couple who are kind of quite central to this lifestyle, Gerald and Sarah Murphy, an American couple, and they set up on the Côte d'Azur in the early 1920s, and it becomes quite a hub for sort of artists and writers of the day, Hemingway, Man Ray, you know, all of these sort of leading lights of modernism. Now, Gerald Murphy was quite a style arbiter. He had a very original sense of style. He loved dressing up, loved going to costume parties. And in the research that I did, it seems likely that he was possibly the first person to buy um, these French fishing undershirts, the striped undershirt, and wear it as a stylistic marker, basically. And quite quickly, you begin to see images of people at this time wearing the striped shirt. There are some great images of F. Scott Fitzgerald wearing the striped top along with plus fours. It's a very strong look. <laughs> Not long after that, you start to see images also of Coco Chanel uh, wearing a striped top as well. You've no doubt heard the expression of face for radio. Well, if ever there were an outfit for radio, well, then this might be it. Like Amber, I'm wearing horizontal stripes. I've always been told that stripes are fattening and that they should be avoided. But do I really need to fear the hoop? I tracked down the man who could tell me for sure. There was a famous case in Arizona where the female inmates of a prison asked the governor whether they could be allowed to wear vertical striped costumes rather than the traditional horizontal hoops. The uh, governor said no. He said if the men have to wear horizontal stripes on their outfits, so did the women. My name is Professor Peter Thompson. I work in the psychology department at the University of York and my research has been on visual perception, how we see the world. Your re recent research, will horizontal stripes make you look fatter? What made you want to research this? Um, well, it certainly wasn't because I have any keen interest in, in fashion. It was because I was reading the works of Hermann von Helmholtz and his work in the uh, 19th century. And he reported a, what I thought was a really interesting illusion, which is if you take two identical squares and you cover one of them in horizontal stripes and the other in vertical stripes, and I invite you to do this, uh, the one with the horizontal stripes will look narrower and taller than the one with vertical stripes. For example, he says, ladies know that wearing horizontal stripes will make them look taller. He states as if this is common knowledge in 1867. And I thought, this is very odd because it's not what I've been told, where people normally say horizontal stripes makes your bum look big. <laughs>
Professor Thompson tested whether the Helmholtz illusion applied to stripes in clothing. He began by evaluating our perception of horizontally and vertically striped squares. If you do this with squares, the effect is really quite large. It's certainly between 6 and 10%. So this is a substantial effect, probably a dress size or, or two. I a wouldn't, dress size, my goodness. You know, well, I don't know. What do I know about <laughs> dress sizes? But Before I, moving on to 2D drawings of women. And indeed, um, there is about a 6% effect such that vertical stripes make you look fatter than the horizontal stripes. And eventually studying two and a half D women, 2D drawings with lots of 3D cues. I think I'm now of the view that horizontal stripes probably don't make a lot of difference to how fat or thin you look, but it's the vertical stripes which are doing you the damage. I mean, wearing black is a good idea. There's good evidence that the the little black dress is is a friend to everyone. Some of Out of Line, presented by Teresa Monacino and produced by Mayor Bosworth for BBC Radio 4. Thanks for listening to the podcast hour from RNZ. If it's helping you find new stuff to listen to, I'd love you to review it on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts from to help other people find it. Let me know too if you'd like to hear fewer shows, longer clips or more interviews with the people making the shows that we feature. And if you can please subscribe to the podcast hour, leave us a rating and a review, or just mention it to a friend or a family member, I'd be really grateful. Thanks a lot. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.